Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and this is the podcast where we talk to cool people doing cool things in the state of Minnesota. And today I'm with Lee Egbert, and he is with Dash Fire. We used to say Dash Fire Bitters. Now do we say Dash Fire Cocktails, Bitters, and Cocktail Room? Lee, welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, the, we, we've kind of changed a lot. We've always been, yeah, Dash Fire. But, um, but of course, yeah, everybody's known us as Dash Fire Bitters for so long that um, it's kind of it's kind of weird now. But yeah, we're just kind of been quietly sitting in the shadows, you know, for, you know, and, and uh, now we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> so. Well, so let us talk about that, because you started with bitters and then you went into uh, canned cocktails and then you did some collaborations, and now you're literally opening your own distillery. So please tell me from the beginning and why it took so long, because I'm so excited for you. <laughs> well, we, you know, we kind of have, we we did it differently than most folks, you know, definitely everybody's kind of, you know, had, had a very different approach. Um, we, you know, we, we, own, we bootstrapped this business from day one, um, starting out in commercial kitchen, Gia kitchen, shout out to all my Gia food yep. folks out there. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, um, so, you know, we did that, you know, um, we, we've been in St. Paul and in Minnetonka, very quiet, you know, boring cinder block buildings, you know, very close to the public, um, production wise, um, dash fire has been a distillery for, uh, maybe six years now. We did that because um, we're actually one of the only bitters manufacturers that has bitters that's both non-potable and potable, which is a little bit getting into the weeds with like bitters. But basically that means each state has kind of different liquor laws. So like New York, you know how you can't sell food in, gro- in liquor stores in Minnesota? Yep. The, they're even stricter in New York. And so Angostura bitters is even considered a food item there. So if you have potable bitters, then you could be sold into the New York market and there's other markets like that. So we've been, uh, and it, and it's also, you know, the, the right way to kind of start your business with bitters so that that's how we were doing it. And um, so we've been, you know, even when we were making bitters before we got into the ready to drink cocktails, obviously we've made a lot of cocktails in our, in our lifetime. So now a few. <laughs> a few, yeah. So we, you know, once we did that, that obviously everybody got that right away and supported us right away. You know, all of the great stores that carry us now it's, and, and everybody just keeps buying, you know, those old fashions and white Russians. And so it's just, it's so great. We've had such great support from Minnesota and, and even Minnetonka, we were kind of ramping up even quietly kind of making things in the background. Um, you know, more for experimental reasons, more for fun. You know, we don't have um, that stress as much, you know, that a lot of um, folks that are just get started. But, um, you know, we didn't, we, we don't have, you know, big investors, you know, this is all of us growing over the years to the point to where we are now. So we had two canning lines. Now we're getting a new, bigger, batter canning line that comes in um, next month. So that's even bigger than what we were doing. Um, so yeah, we're just, we'll have a lot of um, good, good capabilities here. But of course, the most exciting part is the, the cocktail room and what we're going to be able to do there. So let us talk about that. So a couple things. One, I'll, okay, I got to go in linear order here. So you're <laughs> now getting to the point of a cocktail room and you're in Northeast Minneapolis. 
And yeah. why did you pick the location that you did? And what are you near? Uh, so we're in the Thorpe building right behind Tattersall. In fact, um, we have kind of the lion's share of the square footage now because we're we have a we already we had a, a need to grow our production space. So we were finally big enough. And we, um, to be honest, we are actually going to go to, um, you know, a suburb boring center block again and grow that way. And then, um, of course, you know, knowing Dan and John and Tattersall, and we looked at this space a while ago and it wasn't quite right for us. And then I just decided one day as like, you know, cause we're a husband wife business, my wife and I, Don and, and I, so I said, you know what, hun, you know, what do you think about us doing a cocktail room? Is it time? And she's like, and she's like, sure. So, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, all right, cool. And then literally within weeks later, we already had really strong talks with um, the Tattersall folks. So we're, we're subleasing here, but then we even have a longer term lease. So we're here for a long time. Um, we're going to be producing here, you know, all the stuff that we have done before, plus obviously a bunch, a bunch of new stuff. And even like with the cocktail room, um, it's, it has the name um, Elusive, um, partially because it's kind of deep in the building. <laughs> so, so it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll appreciate the guests that do make their way back here. Um, and, uh, but, um, you know, we've always been so strongly minded about, uh, botanicals and our love for botanicals and traveling the world and all that. So, um, so this was really also kind of our way of showing what we could do there. And, uh, so this is, um, elusive botanical bar by dash fire is kind of the the full mouth version of what this is will it be i know it's a separate business than tattersall but you guys are close to each other and are you in some ways competitive or will you still kind of work together in terms of you providing them anything or are you completely separate oh yeah we're i mean we want to, that having them next door is going to allow us to do, you know, some cool collaborations. Um, we're definitely, you know, we're, we're, it's nice because, um, you know, bitters has always been something, you know, we're complimentary to, you know, everybody's brand, you know, we're one of the few Minnesota producers. And so it's just, you know, we, you know, like, like Vikra buys so much of our bitters and we're just so thankful for their support. And it's just so great when, we can kind of work together, um, you know, so, but, you know, still, you know, kind of in talks with what we would do collaboration wise, but we see it complimentary for sure. Um, we, you know, and they see it the same way. Um, you know, it's kind of like the distillers row out in Portland, you know, and it's just like this 12 distilleries or whatever, and you can just go from one to the next. That's exactly what you get here. You get the same building. You're not paying a separate Uber ride, go from one to the next, you know, <laughs> and it just, it, it'll be a really good night. And and we'll also be, you know, doing exciting things that we think are very unique and different from the way, um, you know, folks have done it. A lot of people say that and, and you know, um, but ours is, is so, so based on the botanicals itself. Specifically, we even have a on-staff botanist, um, a good, good friend of mine, long friend, um, Patrick Vaughn. He's, um, um, He's our, our botanist and he's a certified mushroom forager and all of that. So, and he knows a lot of the local forager harvesters in the state. And so, you know, just tying into that and creating this really beautiful schedule based on what is harvestable. We just went out um, last week or the week before and foraged a bunch of wormwood 
for later on. You know, it's not even stuff that will be used in the cocktail room day one, but it was it was ready to grab. So we grabbed as much as we could and dried it out and got it ready so that it'd be ready for production and preserved. And um, so, you know, that was really it, it's it's really great that we can do that. And because um, we have so many my daughter and I, when we go for walks in the woods, we're always you know, identifying things and finding, you know, wild ginger and prickly ash and all that stuff. And so, you know, for me, even just like, you know, a walk in the woods is, is for me so much more enjoyable when I can share with like my daughter and go, oh, this is that. And so all around you, you're not only just seeing the beautiful trees and foliage and all that stuff, but you're actually seeing, oh, this is, this is something I could take home and and make a soup with it or, you know, things like that. So I just feel like, the world is like almost a bigger place or maybe a more micro place. I don't know which way to put it, but it's just a really fun way to see it. And so it's just kind of expanding that kind of lifestyle to the cocktail room. A couple, what do you do with wormwood? Isn't that like what Vincent van Gogh was drinking or oh, getting poisoned by? And when he was drinking, uh, what was it? Absinthe? Absinthe? Yeah, that was, um, well, it's great. You know, we have great, absent drinker history in Minnesota with, you know, F. Scott Fitzgerald and <laughs> all of that creativity that came out of that. Um, yeah, they, it was actually the, the short version of maybe a long story is um, uh, France at the time, way back when, had a big famine on grapes. So everybody had, they still wanted a drink. So they switched over to this new absinthe thing that people were drinking and pastises and stuff like that. And so they switched over to that and everybody fell in love with it. You know, it's super strong and all this stuff. And then um, after the wine and the grape started coming back again, then the wine industry realized they had a problem on their hands. They had to, they had a competitor now they didn't have before and it was cutting into their profits. So they created kind of a farce of a story about how this would have was hallucinogenic and all this stuff. So actually for a long time, people have known, scientists have known that this is not the problem. In fact, the fact that it's just really high proof alcohol is really truly the reason why you get so messed up with absinthe. But of course, if you use it right, you know, in a cocktail or, sure. or, or serve it correctly, it's just, it's beautiful spirit. But um, yeah, that's one, um, you know, there's, uh, uh, of course, you know, um, vermouth type things. Um, uh, there's even, you know, of course, you know, we've got our good friends down in Chicago that have their hometown spirit. That's mostly, you know, Malort's made with, with that. So to be, to be honest, we kind of don't know for sure. It might even be like a kind of its own spirit that just yep. really sings on Wormwood specifically and plays with that, the bitterness of it. Um, it might kind of become one of the other ones. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll kind of, and that's the nice thing about having a, an existing distillery that already has um, products and like our bitters and our cocktails do really well. So, um, cause we're in, you know, quite a few States and we're in a couple of countries now. So we kind of have that as a backbone for a business. So, everything we make for the cocktail room can be super unique and we don't even have to worry about it hitting retail store shelves. So even a lot of the stuff we're distilling like right now, as we speak for the cocktail room is very small run. And we're really testing out like different yeast strains. We're testing out, um, you know, maybe, maybe doubling up on yeast strains on certain things to get different aromatic and flavor qualities out of it. Um, you know, we'll make, all, all kinds of things, both botanical and traditional spirits and all that stuff. So, 
Um, but we don't have that rush to need to have as much there. So, um, so it'll be some really fun ones. The, um, you know, we're going to have a kind of a predominant botanical that is kind of guiding the way for the menu. Um, aromatically, you'll smell that botanical when you come in the room as well. So we'll be lighting a little bit of it before you come in. Um, so like, but one of the, the, the predominant botanical for this opening is going to be sage. Right. Um, and then we have that. Um, so it's such a beautiful one. It also, you know, doesn't hurt to do a little smudging, you know, when oh, you have yes. an opening. <laughs> yes. Can I ask you, so, you brought up your daughter. And one of the things that I noticed as someone who's friendly with you was um, during the pandemic, you guys traveled a lot with your daughter and you went to Florida, mm. I believe. And you're very close to her. Um how was it that you like during the pandemic, what did you do? Did you work remote and take off? Oh yeah. So, I mean, we have, we have a really good team. Um, so our kind of standard production, we, we did switch to um, sanitizer for a little bit. So, you know, that didn't need me as much. Plus most of I'm, I'm kind of our only sales guy. So I'm product development and I do all the graphic design. So my website, all the labels, you know, all that stuff is, is me. I'm just now starting to kind of hand some of that off. Um, and uh, so I have a good friend doing the, the elusive branding. And, um, but uh, yeah, so I'm, you know, 80% of my time while we were over in Minnetonka was really mostly um, kind of from home, like talking to other states and other countries and, you know, sampling out and doing those sales calls from my basement and a lot of that stuff. So that's why we were able to go remote for that. And Don kind of acting CFO, you know, we can manage the budget budgets from a distance and stuff. So, um, so yeah, we were lucky to be able to do that. Um, and, and, you know, locked in with our pod family and, you know, and yeah, we did, we went as many places as we could. We knew it was a, it was an opportune time to, you know, school is so limiting, you know, and have so limited time when your kids are out of school that yeah. we're just like, we're never going to have this chance again. So we kind of had to take it. <laughs> so did you, what, where did you guys go and what did you do on your travels? Yeah, we, we went around, um, we spent a lot of time in Florida cause it's just cost effective, you know, obviously you're, you're paying for your house here and now you have yes. a whole nother, you know, it sounds crazy and totally way, you know, um, you know, first world problem, but, um, but no, we had a good time. We went down to Orlando just cause it was central and it was cheaper so that we could do other things. But then, yeah, we went all over the state and, um, and, and kept busy. We also had to manage the kids in terms of school and all that stuff, but it was nice. We were able to take turns and kind of go around, but, um, you know, as, as you know, cause you follow, follow up the crazy stuff we do on, you know, we, you know, that first Easter, Ellie and I, we, um, we, we still, we're very social. So having that connection with our friends and family, like we did, I don't know, did you ever see the gummy bear video that we did? No. Um, oh, it's hilarious. We had like a dance break in the middle and all this stuff. So we, we basically made these gummy bears kits for all of her friends and we dropped them off in Easter baskets. And then we, and then we showed them, we created a video to show them how to make these gummy bears. And so it was just really fun and lighthearted. And it's so, it's so funny to go back and watch her now. Cause she's, so much older now from that, yeah. but, um, but those are the kinds of things we like to do. You know, we did that 
crazy um, COVID pillar. We made a gigantic cardboard excavator so we could hand out popcorn balls for Halloween and stay safe. <laughs> so pretty epic. I think it's I think it's a world record. I'm gonna I'm hoping that uh, we can get that uh, accomplished at some point. I want to. It's a bucket list item for the two of us is to do a a world record at some point. Well, you know, <laughs> there's a guy in town. Have you ever met Mike Marcotte? Yeah, Jeff was just telling me about him, and yeah, he was like, so "The guy is over." He's yeah. in town. He's the officiator guy. So your uh, yeah. your dream could be closer than you think. Right. We do have some really fun ideas. We'll keep you posted when those come alive. But we okay. have one potentially at the distillery that we're thinking about doing. So, <laughs> It'll so be pretty epic. one of the things that you were involved in, I can't stop thinking about it because I love it so much. And it mm. was the Tiger Bottle oh, Secret Tiger. collaboration yeah. with uh, Rob Jones from Meteor Bar. Will that drink formulation make an appearance anywhere again? Oh, well, that's kind of, I mean, it's very much their cocktail. Um, so, and that's what we were trying to do too. You know, the pandemic was, you know, not only how do we stay afloat, but how do we make sure that our favorites stay afloat and they're definitely one of them so we wanted to work with them and that was really great because you know just they're such good friends and um and just wanted to see them succeed so yeah that was really cool and of course now they're part of this project so um i don't think the secret tiger necessarily per se will make its way here um but you will see secret tiger again um more retail side okay um more, more of that yeah, I'd love to buy it. And I've just been like, oh, I can't wait to get a bottle of that again. It was so oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. And it, it everybody supported that retail wise was like, just so great. And then, um, and, and it was like consumers really swooped on it, too. So it disappeared really quick. It was very, very industry um, specific. And, uh, but everybody realized how good it was and those are yeah really really killer so yeah yeah no there'll be more of that and you know that's the other thing we'll be able to do here in this cocktail room is um you know this is two big things that we're kind of we're built on bitters and and botanicals that's where our foundation lies but um this the whole you know dash fires um tagline is find your fire because we're we're really passionate about people finding what their passion is and, and our passion about things. I was lucky enough to have Kieran um, mentor me early on. And he was like, you really need your mission. And so I was like, all right. And I found it with the find your fire, but with the cocktail room, um, it's kind of got its own mission. And so that is uh, be a part of the experiment because what we're doing here is going to be so experimental. We'll have guinea pig cocktails on the menu. We'll have um, maybe three of the same cocktail, but micro adjustments and getting feedback from the customers and all of that kind of a laboratory, very scientific approach. And, um, and then the kinds of things we'll be able to make because of that will just be fantastic. So um, with Rob and Tyler helping there, and then of course, Jeff Rogers, like three, three of my favorite people, you know, and, and longtime friends, um, you know, we'll be able to do some really, really neat things. Plus then, you know, give feedback ahead of time. And even the spirits we make for the cocktail room, a lot of them, we're going to probably start with just five gallon batches. And, and then once we, the bartenders use them and tell us kind of, all right, what's their feedback now on it? We'll make adjustments even more on those spirits. So, um, so, you know, it might, maybe it might take two years for us to ever launch that spirit retail wise. And some of the spirits will probably never even hit store shelves because they're so esoteric that, you know, it just would be too hard to educate 
but in the cocktail room, you have a safe place to try those things and you have a, you know, a guide to help you through it, you know, so it's a lot more fun in that, in that way. You're such a, um, and I say this with love, but you're like the mad scientist of (laughs) botanicals and, you know, you're just doing things that I feel like are so far ahead of other folks in your industry, but also like you just, you exude this extreme passion for this that Mm. really comes through in your products. And I feel like the distillery is, or excuse me, the cocktail room is really like coming full circle for you. Do you feel like that? Yeah, for sure. This is the 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 piece of the puzzle that was missing kind of for a while. I've I've been wanting a cocktail room for a decade, you know. So so all of these pent up ideas and you know I have all these big ideas and I, my eyes pop out of my head because I'm so excited about them and and so now we're really going to be able to do them and that's one thing I was Jeff and I were saying. You know, we're just like you know we've we've been on road trips and taught classes together and stuff like that and just. Um, and he's such a nice guy. And we've just talked about crazy things for the longest time, you know, and then we were like, well, do you know what? We could actually do those crazy things now. And, and, uh, you know, and so it's just so fun that it's like that we can, we can now execute on them. But then it, even, even within our distillery, it's really kind of, we're creating a new, uh, language that we're to talk to each other about what we want out of things. And we're not always making spirits that make sense like we'll actually be combining sometimes like a base spirit and a modifier spirit to really dial in what we want taste wise so that that of course doesn't make sense on the shelf because you know people it's compartmentalized and siloed and you that 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 education would be too difficult you know so um but uh but for us here that allows us to like we talk about grams per liter of sugar in in it like we quantify all these separate things and talk about what's important to them the bartenders and then um and then that's how we're we're kind of defining these spirits and i i think it's going to take us a couple of years even to figure out exactly how we completely talk to each other because we're making really cool spirits based on botanicals but then they're also coming from the other side and and saying this is something i really need and and kind of building it from components so we're kind of coming from both directions explain and we're both the, making cool stuff yeah explain to the listener who jeff is cuz they may not know oh sure yeah jeff rogers oh my gosh yeah he's uh man he has a storied past and it's great cuz he's actually slightly older than me so um <laughs> just enough so i can say he's older <laughs> he's like the oldest one around here but um so he's been you know way back in the way day um you know fridays like massive you know flair bartender competitor all that stuff just such a fun backstory and then you know um he, he he'll hear this and he'll like shoot me because i'll get his history completely wrong here <laughs> but but obviously he's been so many places like with with town talk and you know through and most recently with you know just concepts and running the entire bar program there and and managing those multiple locations and parlor and Con- Constantine and um and um and PS Steak and so many great some of the know, best bartend- bars in town yeah yep and some of the best bartenders you know I mean he's just worked with so many of the greats and so and 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 he himself is is one of the greats and the old the old bartender book I still remember to this day like when da- when Dashfire first started I dropped off a sample. And, uh, um, but, uh, I of course got the Johnny Michaels book, you know, the North star bartenders guild book. And, uh, 
and of course he's in there, you know, all, you know, all of those old folks. And it's so fun because it's like, those are some of the people that I'm still doing projects with today, you know? Um, And, and it's just, and they're still there. And it's, it's really cool to see that. In fact, when I met Rob Jones for the first time, he told me the very first person I have to meet after him was Jeff Rogers. And so I literally walked straight down the parlor and talked to Jeff. And so he's just, you know, and he's got, he's such a nice guy. You know, I really like working with nice people. You know, I get that with Tyler and Rob and Jeff, you know, they just, we, that, that who I like to work with, even people who are going to have, cause we'll have a little bit of food and things like that. Like real, we'll have uh, some of uh, Ashley's sweet science ice cream. And I love her, you know, she's, she's amazing. mad, re- mad respect business wise for her and what she's done for that. And so it's just so cool now that we, I just get to keep starting incorporating these, all of these friends and in, into Bring this now. Along. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, I had a, I had a, you know, a lot of disappointment as a kid, so I don't like to make promises I can't make. And so bringing on my friends is a big scary thing too. Cause you, you know, you, you run that risk of overstretching or whatnot. And, um, but, uh, but now the time is right. Like our, our, our botanist Patrick and, um, you know, so it's really kind of fun to bring these people in, incorporate them, even like the new, the, person that's been doing some of my graphic work is is an old friend you know that i trust with my brand to hand it over because it's so precious to me and i'm so picky about it you know so when does the um when does the cocktail room open um we're looking sometime in december um it really is very dependent on the city um we're hoping for sooner but um realistically that's it has to go through committee you know and those kinds of things so that's kind of been the, the the biggest holdup, but we'll be ready by then. But we're actually hoping to, um, um, and and I'll talk to you guys a little bit more about this. But we, one of the things about people being part of the experiment is also the education we're going to be offering here and the classes we're going to be offering on the regular. That's another thing that Jeff and I have done together. You know, we did this really fun class that was Elton Brown style, where we did the science of mixology. Sure. And, you know, and had all this, we had such a fun time and the people in the class just had a blast. In fact, one of them ended up being one of, you know, our minor investors, you know, because <laughs> they classes just are we really doing so popular. Fun. Yeah. Particularly since COVID, you know, people want to get together and have yeah. experiences again. And ours are going to be very leveled up. So not, they're not just going to be, because we'll have our botanists involved in these classes. Not only that, but we're going to get into the production side of things. So, um, so we'll share that with you guys very soon. We're hoping to kind of Great. iron out some details and maybe get some, um, some, uh, prototype classes running, you know, here soon. Maybe you can be involved in. And, I love uh, it. I'd uh, be happy to come. Yeah. All right. It'll be fun because that, that'll really show people kind of what we do. And then that also, honors the 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 mission of you know being a part of the experiment right you know and you can really get an upstream so yeah (laughs) it is uh lee angbert with dash fire bitters and the cocktail room is elusive yeah it's in the thorpe (laughs) building it's going to be opening soon so uh can people follow you on instagram is that the best place yeah and um yeah instagram's the happiest social media place just that's all i sure really is. care about personally you know yeah. and uh but yeah everybody should buy our three pack old-fashioned for the holidays it's a gift pack three different old-fashioned it's amazing that, oh buy that to help support us before we get open yep. and then buy our bitters it. and <laughs> okay so, yeah. it's great to kept, catch up and congratulations i'm sure i'll see you soon yeah we'll see you soon thanks. all right thanks bye yeah, bye